This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your life? Oh, the first thing I just thought was, oh, I'm going to need more than an hour to fit that stuff in. But I, the fact is a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. I know that is for me. That's a big thing, uh, especially you get older. <laughs> um, and the question, you know, time for what? What would you do? Would it actually make you feel better? What is it that you feel you're missing? In order, you know, that that would make it better. Um, and and one of the ways to sort of help figure out that out is, is therapy. It can help you find out what matters most to you so you can do more of it or focus on what it is that you're spending your time on that, that maybe isn't giving you that that sort of fulfilling experience. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of times people talk about therapy or they talk about mental health or it's about uh, trauma or it is about, you know, like like a, a great amount of pain or anything. And those things are all very valid and everything. But also, you know, in some ways there's stumbling blocks. Uh, there is sort of a, a, something indefinable that you're having a hard time getting to that maybe is stopping you from feeling as confident as you can, as good as you can. And, you know, therapy uh, is, is one way to go after that. If you are thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, is designed to, be, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. You may switch therapists at any time you like for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights... You're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You're listening to iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast, episode 24. Hi, welcome to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast. This is Connor Kilpatrick with Josh Flanagan. Hello. And Ron Richards. Howdy. We run iFanboy.com. It's a website for comics and comic or book. Or it runs us. Or it runs us sometimes. <laughs> runs our lives into the ground. And uh, we discuss comics and things like comics and things that comic book people like to talk about, all kinds of things. And every week we read our comics and one of us picks the best thing they read that week. We write about it on the website and then we talk about it on this here podcast this week. It was Josh. It was me. Um, this week, uh, there was a lot of good stuff coming out of DC still, a lot of, uh, a lot of good books, but I, I was very excited to see Queen and Country come back after a long hiatus. I was hesitant to pick it up. Were you? Is that, is that Oni? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, but it, it's the only book that, for example, I think Rucka is uh, he's, uh, exclusive to DC, and this is the only book that he's got an okay to do outside of the outside of the, his DC work. Because um, it's cre- creator-owned. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I mean, it's not really competing with anything DC does, I don't think. Yeah. No. Um, and I've been reading this since the beginning. They're on issue 29 now. It's come. It came out really regularly for a long time. Oh, yeah, for a couple of years it was like clockwork. Um, I think it was monthly. If anything, it was six weeks, something like that. Um, it, it spun out of the Whiteout series, um, which he won Eisner's for. There was Whiteout and then Whiteout Melt, which he did with Steve Lieber. Um which are also excellent, and they're, they're even trades you can pick up. And um, basically, it's this story of, of the British uh, Foreign Secret Service, MI6, 
And the three minders on this team, they're minders is what they're called. They're these uh, three spies who run foreign operations for the UK. Um, honestly, if I didn't know that Greg Rucka was an American, I would never guess it because it's a, it's, it's really written from a perspective of, um, it's, it's not written to, to explain everything. They just, it exists in the world of these UK spies and, and, um, it's very intelligent. It's very good. And there's a lot of, you know, facial takes in the, in the, in the, in the panels and really interesting drawings. Uh, there's a new artist every, every, um, like every arc usually, um, and they've sort of tried a bunch of different styles and things, but it's there's there's sort of like an ongoing style and theme that comes through all the artists they have. It's a black and white book. It's important, and it smells really nice when you open it. <laughs> it's like black. Like we don't ever get that anymore. Um, I, I I miss. I love the comic book smell. Well, it's more. It was more with back issues than new issues, though. But well, it's, it's the, the rougher paper, paper than yeah. is the glossy yeah. stuff that DC and Marvel use. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but this does yeah. have a little bit of that, and I just find myself nice. every once in a while sort of dipping my nose in it. But like Connor said, he was a, <laughs> he was a little he was a little uh, wary to pick it up because it's been a while since it's been a regular issue, and in between there, there have been I think at least two miniseries, two to three, that were written by other people. Uh, right. Which are the first work that was done in this series that wasn't Greg Rucka, and what they were do is they were explorations into the past of some of the major characters in this book, who were sort of higher up, and it, it looks at them when they were younger. Um, and it, it, I'll be honest, it threw me off a little bit because I couldn't remember what had happened and where. Oh, it, that was my biggest problem was uh, it took me forever to sort of get up to speed through the issue. But it's a prologue, I guess. It's it's called Red Panda Prologue. Um, and actually, what? there's a, an under the title page on the inside. It says that you know the events in this story take place between the end of a gentleman's game and the start of Private Wars, which are uh, pri- uh, prior. Uh, Aren't those the novels? Uh, yes, yes, they are. I have a gentleman's game here. I haven't read. So between the end of a gentleman's game, so something happened, which is one of the reasons that it was. Look at me. This is why we make discoveries as we go. <laughs> oh, I have well, a gentleman's why... game here on the shelf. That's why we don't. I got. I got it for his birthday, but. Um, it's it, that's why it's confusing because obviously something happens. Gentleman's game, something happens, and now we're in it here. Well, I, the, only, I, yeah. the only problem with that is, I mean, the problem with that is you got to read the book, I guess. Good. I mean, you don't have to, but well, you don't because basically they this issue just hints at a bunch of stuff having happened. Bunch of one know, of the major characters got killed. Stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is it, it's paced. It doesn't shove it down your throat, but if you read it and you you've read the book before, you could figure out what's happened and, and pick up. And by the end of it, I wasn't lost at all. And it's just about the oh, psychology. Yeah, I agree. It's I about agree. the psychology of a spy and and you know that sort of emptiness that you have to live in. And as I wrote in the podcast, I've been watching um, episodes of MI5 or Spooks, as it's known in in the UK, uh, a lot lately. Going through, I'm on like the third season, so I was, I'm really. It's very similar in tone to that you have a life but you only have a life with the people inside the service that you know and you don't really get to have the rest of your life and can you live with yourself if you're a killer or are you killing for the country which is that the right thing or it's all these moral quandaries and stuff like that and and you know that's pretty much what this book is about there are huge action sequences and and you know things about politics and how governments run thing and 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 you know what psychological yeah it's 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 a really good book it's very intelligent it doesn't I'm not going to tell you it's an easy read, but it's a really enjoyable read, and it does make you think in a really good way. It's a really nice cover on this issue, too, um, by Brian Hurt. Um, and it's, uh, it's a great book, and I've, I've been recommending it forever. As, as like, It's a great crossover book. If somebody doesn't like to read comics and they like – you know, if somebody likes Tom Clancy or something like that, it's a good kind of book to get people into it. Um, I agree. Yeah. No, we've we talked about it for years on the website. It's just that for the last – 
uh, almost, it seems like a year, it hasn't really come out very much. The I'm, I'm assuming that's because of the novel. Right. I think that what he did was he put out the novel in between um, the the issues, the hiatus of the thing. You know, he's used to be a, Greg Rucka used to be a novel writer. I haven't he actually, still is. Yeah, I haven't actually read any of his books. Um, I've tried to pick them up a couple of times, but I've had a really hard time finding the first one of his series. I think it's Atticus Finch. Is that right? Yes. Um, no, not Atticus Finch. <laughs> wait, that's that's To Kill a Mockingbird. Something Atticus, Atticus Kodiak. Atticus Kodiak. I'm an idiot. I don't know why I know that. Keeper. But, um, it's Atticus, Keeper, right? Atticus Finch. <laughs> How many Atticuses are there? In, all, of a, in all of a sudden, high school English just came rushing back into here for everybody. Um, Atticus Kodiak. But I've never been able to find the first one. I think it's out of print here. It's in print in the UK. Maybe well, I will look for that in my upcoming trip. I think um, it's unusual, and I think it's kind of an interesting way to go to tie a comic book series so close with a book series. I think he's giving us the readers a hell of a lot of credit. Yeah. I mean... Well, I think the people who read Quinn and Country regularly are pretty dedicated and would probably buy the book. That, and they're probably pretty literate and probably read novels in addition to comics. Right. As I do. It's just I mean, you'll have you'll have comic book novelizations and things like that, but you don't. They never tie into the storyline in the comics like this is, and that's very. Have you ever read a comic book novelization? I'm trying to remember if I have. Sure, I've got a couple. In the I shelf. have really. I've got the novelization for uh, the Batman Earthquake storyline, which was good. Rucker wrote Oh wait, that. you mean the book? No, you mean the book novelizations of the comp? Uh, yeah. I've read comic book novelizations of books. Oh, well, <laughs> that's easy. Oh, okay, sorry. No, Greg oh, Rucker wrote a novelization of the of the Earthquake storyline, which was excellent. Um, Doesn't Roger Stern write them all? He wrote, he wrote the, the, the Death of Superman, which, which I had yeah. and then eventually just sold. And the novelization of Kingdom Come is actually really, really good too. Is it Mark Wade write that? No, uh, S. Elliot Magan wrote it. Oh well. And um, uh, it's like it's like sixty percent new materials. Really I would good. read the Rucka um, Batman one. I've heard that's excellent. I learned a lot about Rucka because while I was writing this, I went to his site to see if he had ever like I read through all of his bios and everything on there to see if he'd ever lived in the UK because I just couldn't believe that if he's done this or see if his wife was English, something like that. But mm-hmm. apparently she's not, and I can't figure it out. So he must read a lot and watch a lot. And I think that's what he does. I think he reads a ton, but right. he's really got down. Um, He's really got down like this the sensibility I think of those characters that they're not American. Um, so he's he's a great great writer. Cool. That's uh, a good book. That's about all. I mean, basically, I'm just recommending it highly as a really good, uh, intelligent book. And if you go pick up the trades, you 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 know, and you're into this kind of thing, you'll really like it. Yes. Real life James Bond stuff. Spy stuff and all that kind of. It's, it's not. It's a, it's a. It's a genre that doesn't. Well, not spy stuff, but yeah, I, mean, I know what you mean. It's not it's hokey a, spy stuff, though. It's not. It's a, it's a genre that. It's a genre that I don't think it's a lot of credit in comics. No. At least now, you know, which like is odd. Kind of. Yeah, which is very odd because you know, but it, but I, I I now I don't read this, so I you know I've read a couple of Queen of Country and I read White Out and I read stuff like that, but I haven't read anything in years. Mm-hmm. Um, partially because it probably hasn't been out, as you guys said, but um, it seems like you know you guys like it, so that's cool. I love it. I mean, it's so, really one of my and, favorite books. And it's and honestly, I mean, if so, if somebody just stopped me on the street and said, "Name books that Oni Press puts out," I mean, Queen and Country. This is, I think, it, the only thing they've had ongoing for this long. Well, and and whatever China, Clugsden is doing. Yeah, but she's you know. not regular. She'll do a little four or five, maybe. You know. Yeah, she, well, she's got the Blue Monday series that she's done. Strung. That's not a series, though. I mean, she doesn't come. Well, I mean, it's a it's a title that she does minis. Yeah, you know, but this is an ongoing. So. They're in twenty nine. It will continue from there. It's right. been around for four or five years. Now. Right, right, right. She can suck it. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Edit marker. Okay. <laughs> so um, the other big so thing I'd this say, week, Ron. 
Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, honestly, I was surprised. I mean, I didn't know that Queen Country was coming out, but I was surprised that that you picked it because I thought you surely, considering your your recent um, interest in the world of superheroes again, you would have gone with the new Avengers Illuminati special, um, which was the other big title that came out this week, or the big title that came out. This which week. which you could which you could feasibly say is uh, is is more ripe for commentary. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely yeah. it's definitely has more to talk about it, but in the end, it really wasn't as good. Um, I actually had uh, a... well, and which is which is totally fair. I mean, you can't, you know, like I mean, had you know, had I done the pick, it probably would have been that. But if a better book had come up, I would have gone with that as well. So I, uh, but I mean, if if, if you if, if we're gonna talk about it, right? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Basically, yep. and uh, my my thing with that book is I was reading it, and and the first thing as I was going through it is, God, this looks really good. Who is this again? Oh yeah, it's Malieve. Oh man, this is really good. Yeah, it looks really. I good. mean, he just does that like sort of cloth, you know, like he makes a superhero costume look. Realistic and and not silly at the same time. Well, that well, that's it's funny that you say that because I had a con- I had a, an observation I was going to save after we had the serious discussion, but now that you bring that up, you're absolutely right. I mean, like he makes the superhero costume look realistic. Although the nagging thing I had throughout the whole thing, which I've never thought of before, is that the sh- you know all these shots of of Doctor Strange and Black Bolt and Mister Fantastic and Namor and Professor Xavier and Black Panther sitting around a table talking. Mm-hmm. I was like, "How can Iron Man be comfortable? <laughs> like the suit is the suit is iron, right? Supposedly, I think it's not, not like iron. this. I think it's not now. Well, but but well, Some no, it is now. Just, but I mean, I mean it, what is he? Is he is he not Iron Man? I mean, part like, he's of it Iron is, Man. Well, iron, I don't think is as literal. It probably was back then. I think it's I think it's pretty literal. But I think and the it, other part of the suit is that it it flexes where it needs to flex. And it's air conditioned. Right. And, it, and it, it's air conditioned and it, it, um, it provides him extra strength. So it's not like he has to hold it up or anything like that. Right. Now, I, now I, believe that for, I believe that for the new set, for the new suit. But in the, in the, the first half of this book takes place many years ago. Retcon. Right around the, the, right, right around the, Cree, the Cree scroll, scroll War, which in our world was like 20 years ago. But he was in the kind of standard iron, classic Iron Man. I love that yellow, Which was good to see. Yeah. 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 This, this is like the alcoholic. This is like right after alcoholic Tony Stark. They should have shut up with a drink. And the thing is, it looks realistic. I mean, Put a little it's, straw it's, through the mouthful. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of stirring it with his finger, you know. Like, but um, but the but the thing is, is like this suit is iron, and and he's sitting there I don't like know he's if that's a, necessarily true. Yeah, I, don't, I think I think you're being too literal. No, I don't think so. I he's think the iron, first man. one, that big lumpy gray thing <laughs> big, that he made big, when he yeah. tried to break himself out of the Vietnamese prison camp, yeah. that was iron. It just, it just, it made it. It just, it to me, it just seemed a little too. He seemed a little too comfortable. Isn't his suit he was like, like here, here, here. Let me take off these gauntlets. Had he just done that, like I would have been fine. Vanadium or vanadium? <laughs> How is that the the one that's like in Wakanda? Yeah, that's in yeah. that's in Wakanda. So that would make sense. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, okay, I'm sorry. That was, that was um, a no, no, it's fine. So. But I was reading it, and I just realized, like, as I'm going through it, I'm like, wait a minute. This is clearly an exact uh, reply to Infinite Crisis. And because of that, like, it felt not as original as it should have. Because all of a sudden, like, I realized, oh, there's something that happened long ago that they've got to keep secret, and it's going to cause a problem in the future, which is exactly what Infinite Crisis was. That's true. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that, literally. I mean, I think you're right in that it's a response to Infinite Crisis in terms of a company-wide crossover mm-hmm. and big thing that's going to impact everything. But I don't think they were... They, they obviously, I mean, if, and, and as you read the rest of the, as you catch up on New Avengers, you'll see that this group ha- has been meeting. Like they meet, like a couple, you know, like a year ago, New Avengers, this group met to discuss something before House of M happened. But still, but basically and, the seed but, of it is but, that there's a secret between a bunch of the big powerful superheroes which is what and it comes is. back to get them. But I don't think it's a secret that they've been hiding. You know what I mean? Like it's, yes, they're hiding it because they're not telling the other heroes. Oh, I just creased just like my this, page. Nice. Damn. This is just something, this is just something that they've been doing. 
for years just to kind of watch over the, the community. You know, I don't. I think you're right in that it's it's something that is from the past that is now we're finding out about. But what are you going to do? You know? Just that that sullies it. It felt less original for me, which is something I never ever feel with Bendis. But if it's a company thing where they were like, can you do this? And he had to come up with something, fine. It just felt a little also ran in that same respect. The other also ran of it is that it's about superhero registration, which has happened a bazillion times in Marvel. It's a story they've gone over, maybe not for well, a little while. I mean, the, well, but no. More, I mean, it's, more, more. It's, it, ha- it has happened, but like the, last, the last major time it has come up was the Mutant Registration Act, and that was about 20 yeah, years ago. Yeah, they also ago. did two to three X-Men movies about it. So <laughs> right, but it's, this isn't a movie. It doesn't matter. This is a comic. Like it's 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 it's, it's, story. it's story. Story is a story. I don't want to hear right. the same story over and over again. I don't care where it is or who did it. And then the other right, thing did is, you re- did you read did you read the the mutant massacre and all the mutant registration act books no, back no, no, twenty no. years ago? That's not the point. Anyway, the other thing more. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. This is it's not it's, the point. It just happened in a bunch of movies, and it's happened in the DC universe just now with all this stuff. It's, it's... I, you can't do a movie about about the. I mean, they couldn't come out and do a comic book about the scarecrow. And um, and Ra's al Ghul, and then go no no, but it happened in the movie. It's fine. Like it would be silly. And the other, the, the thing that really bothered me more than that is that the mutant registration thing is the entire sort of conflict in the background during when you read Powers, which is Bendis's right, other. Right, but book. the thing is, is that and the thing is, is that a way smaller population read that that storyline in Powers. I don't care. Is reading this? It's not the point. Right, though. No, the point not supposed to recycle story stories. happening over and over, and the same writer too. Yeah, I, I find yeah. that a creative. Uh, sewer. I, I don't. I. He need, if he's going to keep writing, he needs to come up with new stories. That's what a writer does. You can explore similar themes and stuff like that. I see what he's getting at, but this is way too similar for me. Well, ah, uh, but the thing is, is that it just. I mean, I. I mean, I. I the, the similarity of the fact that. Well, and keep in mind that that the powers thing was. I don't know if they actually made everyone register, but they made ha- using powers illegal. Well, that's that was there. That's holy shit! A, a deer just ran by my window. Oh wow! Nice. Wow. Anyway, um. Anyway, sorry. Um. So <laughs> the <laughs> just it startled me. Live. Just, <laughs> live to tape. Um, anyway, um. The, the powers thing was that they made the use of powers illegal, and then and and I'd have to go back and look to see if they made register. Everyone yeah. or not, and but the thing is, is that like I think, and and you're you're right that you know Bendis had has done that, but I think that the context and the the scope that he's doing it here in the Marvel universe is different from what he did in Powers, different from every other approach that they've done in Marvel in the past, because in the past it's always been targeting and singling out mutants, while this is talking about everybody. Like what I thought was funny is that why is Iron Man even concerned about this? Because he's not doesn't have powers. He puts on a suit. He's like a it's you know, superhero it's like a, registration. It's not right. Powers, no. But. Well, yeah, no, no, I know. Just, but what just he, but, doing superhero work. Right. right, exactly. So, and the whole, the whole, and if you read the Amazing Spider-Man issue when Tony went to speak to the senators who were backing this bill, their argument was, you know, a doctor must be licensed. Police, you know, police have to go through training and approval, and fire have to do that. Why should superheroes be any other any different? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole argument is, is that yes, but we put our life on the line, and nobody employs them. Right, yeah, exactly. The, and, then, and then this is this is by this finally, is by choice. My like, third, I'm just gonna yeah. just to finish. On that, is again on that same thing. Tony Stark was it was jumped in way too quick. He said, "What well, you got the, a glass that, of Kool Aid there? Let me drink that." And I agree with you on that. I I was shocked by his stance. You can tell that Bendis thought so because there is an entire page of almost all text that comes closer and closer on Tony's face as he explains why he thinks this way and why it would make sense for Reed Richards to think that way. And basically, it's just written justification for a story choice that he had to make to set up this story. Right. Yeah. And and also, and this is and this is a single issue. You know, special to kick off the whole event where where he could have had this been you know 
had this been a true, you know, like the company crossover that everybody hates, they, he could have planted Tony Stark's, you know, philosophy in the pages of Iron Man for months leading up to this. But Someone they, would have you know, to be reading Iron Man. Right, exactly. So, so I mean, so this is this is uh, this is a little bit of the okay, just to get you up to speed. You know, this is what Tony thinks, and you yeah. know, so which I can was... I can forgive, but I, I I seriously thought after reading the Spider-Man um, issue where he's in front of the senators, I seriously thought that Iron Man was going to fall on the other side of the fence where we need to protect protect our identities. You know, it was well, shocking. I'm shocked. He's a stoolie. All that being yeah. said, all those problems. Those are why I didn't choose this as the pick of the week. This is why I didn't. But, this is the problems with it. But I'm very wait, interested wait, wait, wait. to see where it goes. Yeah, wait, but to, to, to follow back with Tony Stark sure. drinking the Kool-Aid, and I posted this on the site, was the more I thought about it while I was at work, I realized that all through the years of the Avengers, Tony was the one saying, we need to work with the government, we need government security clearance, we need UN security clearance, we need to work with them, we need to work on the same side as them. And so, like, that's why this kind of makes sense to me after I think about it in the context of the full Marvel Universe. Um, but it's very surprising considering the recent kind of break from the government and the break from S.H.I.E.L.D. that, that the new Avengers He's just been did. very, you know, like, I don't need you. Screw you, lady. I think, I think Con- Connor, I think you know what's up with Tony, right? Do I? I think you, you, I think you, you mentioned it earlier in the week that he's back on the sauce. Oh, that's right. He's drunk. <laughs> clearly drunk. He's clearly falling off the wagon. Did you guys notice that it's a? I mean, as I've said again, and that's and wait, and that's what the, is what the story, the Civil War story, is actually all about. It's about Tony Stark's alcoholism, and it's not like nothing we've read ever. <laughs> Are there any you just think it's like it's story? like everything else. Are there any of those stories <laughs> left to tell? This is going to be the bender to end all benders. <laughs> exactly. It's it's a big ruse. We're thinking it's all about registration and Civil War, but it's actually no a big intervention, superhero intervention. I was so happy to see Black Belt, Black Bolt, though. Yeah, it was I cool. Although, Black although again, the question is, why is Black Bolt involved? Like they're on the well, move. Well, none they... of us know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he goes, "I'm sorry, I can't commu- communicate with this Black Bolt." I, and then he makes a fist, and he gives him the low point, and he leans his head point. in a little bit, and then he's like, <laughs> "You." But Black Bolt, I, as you may may or may not know, he can't speak because were he to speak, it would be like a nuclear bomb going off, which is the greatest right. power ever. Yep. He's like the most powerful guy in the Marvel Universe, and they, they can't bring him up that often because there's only so many things you can do with him. Yeah, and yet he rules uh, an entire race of people. Yeah, and then but you're right. He's, they're, they're all based on the moon. Why does this affect them at all? Yeah, well, no, but I guess the, the greater super – because I guess what happens on Earth affects them. Further and, uh, from that, they used to live on Earth. In, in that Paul Jenkins series, they went to yeah, the Yeah, th- that's when they moved to the moon because the, yeah, they were under like, siege from governments, specifically. Right, yeah, yeah. And then the last page is really beautiful, and it's Tony Stark stumped over in a chair, and and it's been poignant and lovely. And across from it is that horrible boxer short ad. Who's planning this? It just ruined it. Ruined it. But but yeah, no, I mean, I gr- I agree with you, Josh, that it's definitely this was a good jumping off point that's got me like salivating for this, this I mean, event to get started. If, you know? if it's and the thing is, is that like a lot of like uh, uh, you know a lot I've heard you know at my at my store and on other podcasts and uh, other sites, people bitching and moaning about these big company wide events and these have been really good. These time, yeah, that's the thing is like if you don't want to buy the other books, don't. Like it's not like this isn't like twenty years ago when you know the big crossover happened and you had to buy you know to find out what happens next. You know you know buy Avengers number what whatever and then buy X Men number whatever. This is like you're going to be able to buy just the Civil War books and you'll be able to understand the story and it's going to be really good. Well, you know and there's and there's stuff that like like the Amazing Spider Man issue or like this issue or like stuff that happens in Avengers or whatever that will just enhance that story if you choose it. But well, you don't we're, have to, we're a you know. testament to that. I haven't read any of those Spider Man yeah. books. I don't, and I, I'm fine with it. I read the yeah. seven issues of Identity Crisis, and that's it. 
I loved it. I thought it was great, and I never read anything else after that. Like, I didn't follow all those things. I think you could you could somewhat complain if, for example, you only buy a Spider-Man book. Right. You don't want to go buy like the event, you know. And it's like I don't care about Tony Stark and his armor right, and all that. Right. Yeah, yeah. But 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 at the same time, I'm reading the Spider-Man book, and it doesn't like I don't feel dependent on this on <laughs> on this storyline to to continue reading that. But like I only buy one Spider-Man book, and that's Amazing Spider-Man. I don't buy any of the other mm-hmm. ones, and I don't feel the need to buy the other ones. I don't feel the need. I don't know. Maybe just because I'm a bit more open to the concept. I will say this: I'm just I'm, tired of hearing. I'm just tired of hearing people bitch about the about the comic book crossover. I have no. You know, I agree. I have no problem with it as long as it's good. And these and, are working out well. They, they yeah. have, and if, if the quality's up there and it's good, then that's fine. And the same thing you said, if I, I don't want to have to buy, I think w- there was a bit in, the only time I've ever found it acceptable is during the Bat- the Gotham earthquake stuff. A bunch of it yeah. went through all of them, and I had to buy all of them. But yeah. I didn't mind then, because it was really good. The story's really good, I don't care, I'll buy the comics. Two well, th- well, speak- speaking of it, to, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Connor, go on. Two real quick things. One, I wasn't necessarily going to buy the Spider-Woman book, but after reading this and Remembering my leaves art, I'm definitely gonna buy. Is that out? No, but it's what, Sp- the Spider, Spider Woman. Woman? Yeah, Bendis and. McCoy yeah, it's out. It's Spider- a, the Spider Woman orange origin book, and it's by the Luna Brothers and and Bendis. No, no, I but the series, the regular series, is gonna be. Oh, the Bendis oh, an ongoing's coming out of yeah. that. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. The other thing Malice. is, yes. Yeah, you'll buy that. The other thing yeah, is, I'm kind probably. of interested in Planet Hulk now. Yeah, I've, Planet probably, Hulk has been kind of flying under the radar. I mean, I, I vaguely knew what it meant, and and but I'm not I'm not interested in it, but. If you are, well, that's what I said. I'm probably um, alone in it, but you know, I sending him off on a satellite. Damn the Hulk! That's crazy. He's gonna come back. That this. honestly is crazy. He's but it's it's true how how like the Hulk is the example of the Achilles heel of the superheroes. Yeah. You know, like he, you know, like they they all do so well, but it just takes one Hulk rampage through a city to to erase all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's almost like it's it's a, it's a good it's the, it's almost like the classic Stanley boil the superhero concept down into a real life concept where it's like you could do 20,000 great things for somebody but the one time you fail them or the one time you lie to them that's what they're going to remember. It's like Barry Allen's always late. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which is brilliant. It's so brilliant. He's the fastest man in the world and he's always late he he can never meet Iris Iris for dinner. (laughs) She can Um, be more patient. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look look, look where being patient got her. (laughs) We got a hand vibrated through her heart so come on. (laughs) But anyway. Not um, as sexy as it sounds. Well, but uh, back to a comment you made, Josh, earlier about as long as the story is good, it's worth buying. Um, on the DC side of things, All-Star Superman came out this week, and I don't know if either of you picked it up or anything, but I'm still picking it up. Let me first preface it by the art I thought was fantastic. Yes, it was. The story, you could wad up into a little ball and throw in the garbage. I, I felt like I missed issues. It was. I literally felt like I missed an issue in between the last issue and this issue. It, Where, it whereas bad. the... All- yeah, whereas the <laughs> from the DC guy, whereas whereas the 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 All Star Batman is moving at a snail's pace, this is moving too you know, fast. Like, this this is moving way too fast. Am I wrong in that? No, or? you're not wrong. I, it okay, pains good. me to say, but uh, what he had, he had a really interesting concept to start this issue off, and could have done a really good issue, which this is, is that Superman synthesized uh, a liquid form of his powers, gave it to Lois for her birthday, so she'd have his powers for 24 hours, and you could really, you know, explore. Superman and Lois having the same powers for a day and all the ramifications of that. He throws in these two random go- Greek gods uh, who have no establishment. No. I don't know who they are, what they do. Like what? Never never appeared before. And then yeah. Suddenly they're all after Lois and Superman's got to impress her and then it was stupid. It was just stupid. It was just stupid. This is textbook Grant Morrison gone wrong. Which yes, is exactly, exactly what we spoke about that. It was now, like now, it starts what, out... 
oh, that's a great idea. Which way is it going to go? You could go down one way or down the other, and it went the bad way. It did go now, the bad now, way. Now, what I really wonder is that, like, is Grant Morrison almost like the crazy artist who, like, do, did great work, and then now everyone throws money at him? He's like, and I'm just going to give them total shit and see if they figure, see if they notice. I don't think so. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, but that's what it leaves me wondering. Where, like, is he is he behind this? Going, yeah, this is some of the be- my best work. Like, no, you can't. I think, and this is just coming from a point of view as a as a person who's who's you know tried to write stuff. I think that what happens is you don't know what you're going to get until it's done. Yeah, I, I've heard that where it just kind of happens itself. It happens, yeah. and at the end of it, you look back and you go, "That turned out pretty good," or "I don't know how that turned out." You know, it didn't yeah. work out. This would be the latter. And he might not know Ugh. that. He might think it's great. He doesn't know the difference. I mean, maybe he explored the things that he wanted to explore. It may not yeah. have been what you were interested in, but uh, he's on some other substances than you. <laughs> yeah. So, could go either way. Maybe I should start. Well, It'll make more sense. You might. It might make it better. Those those are the only two books I, I felt disgusting. Well, I think briefly so. we should discuss the fact that um, Josh, all three of us, picked up Green Lantern again for the first Number time. Number 10. Yeah. And I really liked it. Striking cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really liked it too. I was like, "Ooh, this is what yeah, I wanted fa- to read." My reaction was, "Fa, whatever." It was all right. Why? I don't know. I just don't. I mean, like, I, I mean, I know, I know the, I know the one year later concept, but I just don't like not knowing what happened and them referring to things That's that I point. that happened in the. That's the whole point. No, I know it is. I know it Are is. Are you but one of those people know. that when a movie starts and it starts in the no. future, go, "Wait, what's happened? Who's that guy?" I'm no, like, no, "Shut no. up! They're gonna say." <laughs> no, not at all. I, well, number one, unlike some people, I don't talk during the movies. And number two... <laughs> I've only been to one movie with you ever, and you fell asleep. <laughs> it was an elf scene. The You're allowed to sleep during the, the elves. The end of the movie, you fell asleep. Um, no, I didn't fall asleep. To, well, all right, yeah. we're not going to get into that. Anyway, but um, but the... Um, but the, the number, I mean, like, I watch Lost, I love Lost, and I have no idea what's going on in Lost, you know, like, I like a good mystery, and I like a good thing, but, like, this just, it, I don't know, maybe I read it too quickly, maybe I should sit down and read it again, it was towards the middle of the bottom of my pack, and some of the other books I read were stinkers, so that might have affected it, mm-hmm. but, um... You really need to start with the worst ones and work your way up to the best ones, I think. Yes. No, I like to start with the best ones, I, I, I do like to start with the best ones, because that way, if I, if I don't have time to read the whole stack, then I read the best of the pile, and then the next day I can pick up the crapper, you know? But you don't know until you read it. Right. If you're but telling no, was, me that you read bad ones and that makes that put that changes your opinion on the ones you read later, then you need to change. Well, no, I just, whatever. That's that's. It's, but but either way, I mean, I just thought the whole. I mean, you know, I don't know. It just. I I mean, I'm, I'll keep on buying it, but it just didn't blow me away like the same way the Illuminati did, or or you know, All Star Superman did in the opposite direction. I, I it was a start. I mean, it could go bad. It yeah. could go whatever. But it, compared to where I the last couple of these I read, just like really compared to Shark Man. Sharkman, which yeah, is no, it is better than Sharkman. It was better, and it, I do like. And anytime there's uh, uh, um, Ollie Queen is in it, I like Ollie Queen and his goatee. I like, I like that they're kind of writing him more like a cop. Like Green Lantern is more of a cop character. Mm-hmm. It's a really good yeah, that's yeah. what he is. They never really made him like Green Lantern cop book. Really nice, yeah. nice sort of classic superhero-y kind of art here. Sort of that George Perez sort of. Yeah, I really like that. Um, it's all kind of cosmic-y and fun. Yeah. Um, it was a definite yeah. improvement. Yeah, definitely. I was happy to see that. Yeah, it was. So I mean, I, I could see that it was an improvement over the Shark Man and the Big Brain. People guy. hate the Ollie Queen stuff, from what I've been getting. Like the the new Green Arrow stuff is has gone well, over. Only really one badly. issue. I know. Only one like, issue. But but because he the whole but the thing is it's a it's a brilliant 
I mean, it makes sense to me knowing what little I know about the character, but, I mean, talk about what direction you could take the character. I mean, he loves his city and has the same you know, city political. pride. that, ba- mm-hmm. but, And he's very political, but then, like, now he's the man, and he's always been against the man. So it's, it's, it's interesting, you know. Um, it, it, did have, it did have, you know, somewhat, you know, of course, only because it's the mayor's office and everything, but it made me think of uh, Ex Machina or whatever, yeah. just because of mayoral things, you know. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel that. I, just on the yeah. very, very quickly, on the same sort of uh, route, Action Comics 837, which was the second part to the Up, Up, and Away thing, came out. Yep. Um, did you read it, Ron? No? No. 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 Connor? No. Yeah, I did. What did you think? Uh, it's very related to what we were just talking about. <laughs> well, this is another issue that Hal Jordan appears in, but um, I didn't like as much as the first one. But I didn't, I didn't dislike as much as you did. I don't think I, I dislike. I think I thought it was kind of hokey for a while in the beginning of it. But what happens at the end? Uh, right, I think after Green cool. Lantern and Hawk Girl show up, uh, right. was was uh, was very interesting. Up until that point, I wasn't a big fan. Uh, and then the, there's a hook at the. I don't even want to say because if you haven't read it, it'll kind of wreck the point of the whole issue. But I really want to know what happens next. Yeah, well, I think one of the problems that Superman books have is a lot of his villains that have been created over the years are really hokey, and they mm-hmm. need to just not use them yeah. anymore, like the one that appears in the beginning. Yeah. Just like, don't... It, dr- it drags Lex down. Yeah, don't don't use the stupid ones. You don't need to use the stupid ones. Make them scarier, or just don't don't use them. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 they sort of they didn't do that. But it was, I mean, it's, I think it's, the whole thing's heading in a good direction, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd like to point out now that we've just been discussing DC books for a little while, which I think might bring us to one of the first uh, listener emails we got. Well, we got a ton of listener mail this week. Um, yeah. Probably in response to what we said last podcast, right, Connor? Yeah, last podcast we said, um, we, we thought maybe we'd do a podcast where it was all listener mail questions, and we got inundated with mail this week to way too much to handle which is good because I think next week for our 25th podcast we're going to focus on listener mail do the regular pick of the week discussion but instead of other topics we'll probably spend the rest of the time doing listener mail so if you want to send in your questions that we'll have answered on the air um, just keep on sending them we've got a lot this week so that's a good yeah, start we take just, any more you can just Go email ahead. contact at ifanboy.com and these can be your, your regular sort of um you know, hey, who could beat up the Hulk or the Thor? Or shorter, shorter answer questions are better in that you know, we if we, if they're long discussions, we're only going to get two or three in. But if you know, if it's just stuff we can talk about briefly, or answer briefly, or anything you want to know about us, or we are um, so long-winded, we're not going to answer any questions briefly. <laughs> listen, listen, we're long-winded in explaining it. I just... love the sound of my voice. There's a just... chance we could do it. I could be sick. <laughs> just send your questions if it could be you know, who would win in a fight versus what makes a comic store versus anything anything you're curious about we'll answer them so um, we look forward to it but that said um, doesn't mean that we don't get some listener mail this week that we can um, read and one of them um, that Josh was kind of teasing before um, came from Andrew um, who got a, who emailed us actually through the through our Frapper map which we'll talk about in a second um, and he says, you know, great podcast, and he says that he noticed that Marvel seems to dominate our conversation, and being a DC fanatic, it bothers him. Even when the pick of the week is a DC book, the conversation goes back to Marvel and elsewhere. Guys? Well, I think we'd like to cast a wide net. Even if the book is DC, we will talk about other things in the podcast. I will say, I thought about this after we got that that, that, that message. The I would say for me, I mean, I'm, I'm the, the big DC reader here. I, I, I still buy... 80% DC books every week. I would say 
one of the reasons why we don't talk about it a lot is because it is, we've, we've mentioned this before, it's going through a flux period right now. All the books are changing, so it's hard to really discuss them. Yeah, if we if we had this podcast going during identity crisis, it would be all it would have been all identity crisis, yeah. yeah. And and the thing is also keep in mind, look at the time period is that really all you know DC that was going on was Infinite Crisis, and then the lead up to one year later, while over in Marvel we had you know Bendis's run on Daredevil ending, and that you know took up a lot of our time. But how many podcasts have been just about Gotham Central? You know, so, um, as the as the non DC guy, as a, as a you know. You know, a casual observer of DC, I think I think we're pretty balanced personally. I mean, I think it's well, a it's also a compare and contrast thing. If it's a DC yeah. book, then you know you you compare it or the DC ethos as opposed to the Marvel ethos is like the crux of all superhero comic book conversation. You know, like well, it's happening this way. I mean, basically when we were talking about when we were talking about Civil War and Illuminati, the first thing I did was compare it to DC. Yeah, yeah. And what they did for their big event that was, which was by the way, excellent. I mean, right. I mean. I will I I will hold up Brad Meltzer's Identity Crisis to any sort of major comic book miniseries or anything in the past few years. It's just being really above par. I would say that if this if we'd be doing the podcast, it's just a time we're in right now. It's yeah. just the events are happening. They're Marvel events. I would say if we were doing this podcast, uh, if we started at six months earlier than we did, we would have had a lot of DC discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it could it, it might swing back around when 52 comes out, once Infinite Crisis ends, and get deeper into the to the one year later stuff. I'm really excited about 52. Yeah, I am too. I don't want to be. I don't want to buy 52 issues. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not excited about 52 times 2.99. But whatever. If they were 99, if they were whatever, if they were 99 cent issues like they should be, then I would be like. They're not all coming out at the same time. So I know, but it just it's uh, one book a week. Whatever. He um, Andrew also had another question, which was um, a valid question. Why Why do we say that Wizard is horrible and should stop being read? He He just wondered why we thought that. Maybe maybe I should stop reading. Also, if you can provide a good argument. <laughs> so I guess as the as the sole wizard reader, I'll start with why I still buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mainly buy it just because I like magazines, and there's no and I know the Comics Journal and Comic Buyer's Guide and stuff like that are out there, but no other there's no other magazines that are just kind of good toilet reading, you know, about comics. <laughs> and well, every, that, that describes wizard pretty good. And every yeah, and every now and then there'll be uh, there will be one compelling kind of sincere good article or interview with somebody um, but then most of the time I just like to I like to look at the pictures of the new action figures that are coming out and the new statues and, and that's about it I mean I don't I don't really get I'm not really down with the whole juvenile toilet humor even though I am reading it on the toilet um, that, they, that they've made so popular Hulk <laughs> diapers and, and anytime I see anything written by that that Mike Cotton guy I just I just I skip through it because I can't for some reason I just have some bizarre and how many times has Wizard yeah. ruined a plot line for you yeah, no, I know, I know, but but the thing is, is that if it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be either be in Wizard or it's gonna be in Lying in the Gutters or it's gonna be on Newsarama. Something it's gonna get ruined for me somehow. Everything gets ruined somehow. The difference so, is you you don't pay, you're not paying to have it ruined for you. But the thing is, is that you know, meanwhile I'm bitching about 52 weekly issues at 2.99 a pop. I don't mind paying the 4.99 or whatever it is for the magazine. <laughs> I would say so, that. The so why should problem you? I have with Wizard is that it's a it presents a horrible face for the industry. I yeah. agree. As a juvenile, as a juvenile, look at the boobies, uh, toilet humor, um, yeah. just a very, very low, lowbrow face of the industry. There's and there's nothing that exists from Wizard between the Comics Journal and Wizard that say. I mean, Wizard represents everything that that intelligent readers don't really want to be looked at. I think, but who still want to read like DC and Marvel books. You know what I mean? And the other thing that they do is they. They propagate the things in the industry that I don't think are healthy for it, such as they still have a price guide, 
Yes, that's they, all they are all about speculation and value and that kind of thing, and they own CGC, which is a problem, or have uh, a large stake in it, or whatever. Which, whichever they they yeah. they they want that they want that speculation to happen, and they're into like the popularity and the art of things. It's not really about the things that I like in comics, which are you know stories good, and good plot stories. lines and good stories and good characterizations and just good work. It's more about the hot new thing and, and this such J. Scott Campbell is, you know, drawing a cover and it's like, I don't care about that. Yeah. yeah. It's all the stuff you can find anywhere else between all the other resources you've got out there. Mm-hmm. But, on the other hand, if you did want something that covers overall in general and you don't want to have to go to Newsarama or wherever, but you wanted to see stuff about the mainstream comic stuff, there isn't a lot else. Which yeah, is, like I think if, you're, if, you're not on, if you're not on the web every day like we are, and you're not like up on this stuff, and and you're getting your news from us, which is the you know, <laughs> whatever. <Sorry>. But <laughs> we uh, exactly, we can't I mean, get our facts straight to save our lives. Yeah, then as the next listener mail will tell us, but um, but you know, then then it's a good source. But and at the same time, I mean, but you got Connor makes a very very good point. I mean, it, it saddens me that when I go to the supermarket, the only comic book magazine is Wizard. That's that. Or that if you read me. an article in a newspaper about something in comics, invariably the whole quote. No, they will quote somebody from Wizard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stafford Wizard Comics. Yeah. They're not is... Time Magazine. They're Us Weekly. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's basically runs out. So you you know you I mean and the thing is go I mean I I buy it every month so don't don't feel bad if you like it and buy it and if that's your thing and if you're Andrew didn't tell us how old he is but if you're 14 you might it's it's right in your wheelhouse you know so um if you're 30 like pushing 30 like we are then it might not be but whatever. If only there was another magazine. Then yes. You have to buy it. Yeah, if only. So um, we got another email that that and our last email for this uh, episode uh, from David, who isn't so much a question, more as um, kind of you know filling us in on a, on a bit of news that we missed. We like to have full accountability here. I it's think. a wag of the finger, as it were. If you if you listen to last week's podcast, you remember that Connor and Josh were mystified by the end of the recent issue of Loveless, and that it made no sense, and the whole miniseries they thought just made no sense because it ended so oddly. David points out. We think we. He thinks he knows why you were confused by Loveless. It's not a mini. It's dot, an ongoing. Dot, dot. <laughs> it's an ongoing. That's why nothing was really resolved because there's another issue coming out next month. So well, we were wrong. I, I think one it. of us got it in our heads that it was a mini, and we told the other one, and then we just both bought into it. And from and that may have been from the second issue. Yeah. And, and, I, and like I said, I you know this Azarello, this is not unusual for him. I mean, we've all read Nazarello stuff and been like, what the hell was that? What happened? Here's the thing. Even if it goes another 20 or 40 issues, it's, I don't think it's going to make any more sense than it has. <laughs> no, no, it won't. Just from past experience with Azarello, you know, ongoings. Yeah. I'm well, the, sh- the moral sure of the story... The moral of the story is that the iFanboys are human and make mistakes, so... And we'll, we'll own up to them. Yes. Yeah, we will. We, we yeah, got... Exactly. That, was, that was that email and it was also popped it. Popped up in the web blog in a couple of places too. So yeah, so so stand, you you boys, you've been corrected, stand corrected. So yeah, so in our next um, episode, our twenty fifth twenty fifth episode extravaganza, we'll be answering all the emails that we got this week, as well as any ones you guys send in this week. And you can email us at contact at ifanboy.com. Any question you have at all, just keep them um, coming. Keep them coming. So last week we had a lot of um, hullabaloo over our frapper map. <laughs> Another full um, disclosure moment. Yeah, we were. Yeah, this one I'll take the I'll take the um, the heat for um, since I'm the tech guy. But um, 
uh, last week when you last heard us, we were at um, we were on the precipice of 100 users, uh, 100 frapper pins. We were at what, what kind of we were at 97. Like 97 for a week. Yeah, and so um, we so we published the podcast and we went to work the next day. And we we anxiously waited and watched and watched and. Um, nothing nobody, happened. Nothing happened, and nothing happened. I, and I forget what day it went to. It might have been Tuesday, or yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> like it, it was bad. Finally, um, finally, we got an email um, from one of our loyal users, Steve, who said, "Hey, FYI, I can't put a pin in the map. It doesn't work." And so I went to take a look at it, and sure enough, there was something broken with the side, with the Frapper map. So I fixed it. And Steve is. Oh, and I just knocked my headset off my ears. I apologize. Were you angry? Um, no, I was waving my hand and I hit oh, my ear. So, um, and so Steve is getting a um, a little bit of a thank you present from us for putting that out. But um, we need to congratulate Chris from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, who was our hundredth pin on the Frapper map. Um, Yay! And that happened minutes after I fixed it on. on we, and minutes after we got like eight or nine. Oh, we had yeah. a, it just blasted, and you know what happened? Something really good happened. Our next continent was, was yeah, That's yeah. It. We got one in China. No, no, no. We no, already but... had that. Bogota, oh. Colombia. Oh, yeah, right, South, Col- South America. Yeah, you're right. Yes, which is very good. It's so there's awesome. no, and he said there's no word for I fanboy in Spanish. <laughs> Simon. <good. laughs> so we um, Africa now. Africa, Simon. And then we're done. Yeah, we just need Africa, and then we've won risk. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe the Middle East. I, I'd like an India. I know, but anyway, it's possible. Um, there must be. There, there must be somebody in Africa. Yeah, there's got to be. If I mean, nothing Egypt, else, there's somebody who's traveling from England to South Africa, something like that, to yeah. get us on the continent. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that the $100 laptop hasn't made it out there yet, but still, it's, somebody's got to have a computer there. Anyway. Um, but anyway, so the, the map is up to 100, 112 people. And thank you to everybody who's who stuck a pin in since number 97. There are too many of you to, to call Chris out. Chris Nelson, Juan, and of course, anonymous. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, Allen, Raymond, Michael, Logan. Keith Holland. Yeah, uh, Derek, very cool. And there, yeah. like the other thing I wanted to bring up too is that um, we also mentioned last week if you wanted to go to iTunes and leave a comment, you could do that. That blew up too. A, a bunch of you did, and there were really nice comments, and we really, really appreciate it. Um, it makes it easier words. to do every week. Oh, it's awesome. I, I yeah, mean, if we if we know that you guys are digging it and you're telling your friends and stuff like that, that's what keeps us going. I mean, we're not doing this for our, you know for ourselves, although it seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not. I mean, it's for you, the listeners. So, oh, uh, <laughs> you sound <laughs> horrible, dignation. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so um, so so if you haven't, if you're if you're a loyal podcast listener and you haven't stuck a pin in the Frapper map, please do. You can do that at uh, iFan. Oh no, not, that's our site. <laughs> Frapper dot com slash iFanboy. F R A P P R. Dot com, or you can go to ifanboy.com, our site, and there's a little link in the upper right-hand corner. Um, yeah. That's it for the week, I think. Yeah, I think that wraps right. up. And also come to ifanboy.com and read what we're talking about, and feel free to chime in on the conversation. Tell us what you think. Send us an email read. if there's any stories you want us to post about. Yeah, we'll take Anything that. you want to discuss. Anything uh, at all. Yeah. Anything. We're an open book, folks. It's true. <laughs> we, we don't have anything better to do. <laughs> Join us next week. It's going to be the 25th extravaganza show where we uh, pull the curtain back a little bit, answer your mail, and you know, have a good time as you always do. There's the damned curtain again. And you can just count the minutes until that episode is published. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can hardly wait. <laughs> we may record it just now after we hang up. You won't know the difference. You and I. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Actually, you will because the book wouldn't be out yet. Wait a minute. That doesn't work. So we got a pin in Italy. That's pretty cool. 
Alright, are we done? 